Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Good evening, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope everyone is having a fantastically manic Monday and you are at the high of the mania and feeling good. I have, I'm going to jump right. Oh, tonight, tonight's sponsor is the New Parenting Love Evolution. If you are a parent struggling with your child's behavior challenges, with their trauma, with your own challenges, you don't know where to turn, you've tried counseling, you've tried medication, you've tried all the things, and you still need more support, check out www.newparentingloveolution.com. All right, so I'm going to dive right in. Hello there, Mimi, and hello, Kirsten from the Netherlands. I'm going to dive right in this evening um, with a very, very, very sensitive topic. There are two topics. Okay, let me get comfortable here. There are two topics. I have this curtain behind me, and it kind of makes this strange little um, white. looks like, like it's just like white behind me, like it's glowing, but it's really not. It's just a curtain in the... The sun shines through it. There are two topics that seem to cause parents more angst than any other two topics that I have encountered over the last, I'm going to say over the last five, five years probably, because it's come, it's come up. Hey there, John. It's came up more over the last five years than um, at any other time in my 20 years of, of working with families. And can anyone, hey, Tracy from the UK, can anyone guess what those two topics are? Bet you can, because they are hot items in today's, in today's society. Number one is marijuana. Parenting and marijuana is challenging especially when, when there are states where it is legalized for recreational use and it's also legalized in some states for medical use, medicinal purposes. Parents are still really, really challenged by the stigma associated with the green leaf. But that's not the one we're going to focus on tonight. The one I want to talk about tonight is LGBTQ. Plus, more parents struggle with their child with their children who have a sexual orientation or a gender identification associated with being lesbian, bisexual, gay, transgender, queer, plus, which is typically the non-binary category where they don't choose one way or the other, than almost any other subject that I've encountered with families. And, and to the point that they get, they get so overwhelmed. And here's the thing. This is how I can, I can only, I can only tell you the big Papa approach, the big Papa understanding the way Big Papa would deal with it. And that is keep your focus as the parent on the relationship. 
It does not matter what orientation your child prefers. We very well could live in a world where the greater majority of the population has some different sexual orientation than they've had up until the 1980s or 1990s. We could be living in a new world where, where gender identification and sexual orientation just starts to take on a whole new shape and a whole new form. And you can get so worked up about it and get so stressed out about it because your child is lesbian, says they're lesbian, or because they're gay, or because they're bisexual, or because they're transgender, or because they're just queer and they don't know. Or you can get worked up over the fact that they say they're, they don't want to be a boy or a girl. You can get all worked up about that. And you can ascribe and, and you can try to quote and, and you can try to, 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 to create this shame around all these things based on your own cultural influences. Sometimes your religious influences. You can create that and you can stir up that drama and you can create that stress. And you can get mad at your child and, and you can tell them they're not going to be able to do this and they're not going to be able to do that. And here's what I'm going to tell you. The only person that's going to be hurt is you as the parent. I want to encourage you. Above all else, love your child. Love your child no matter what they show up to you with. Love your child. At the end of the day, it is all about relationship. And here's what you need to remember. That at some point in time, either you are going to be laying on death's bed or your child is going to be laying on death's bed. And all the time you spend in the struggle of trying to justify and rationalize and stop and control and, and force and punish, all that time that you spend, I want you to ask yourself when you're laying on death's bed, will it have been worth it in that moment? And I think you're going to find the answer is no. Try to think forward. Love your child. Allow your child to be whoever, whoever he or she feels like they may want to be or may not want to be. That is not your business. That is their journey. That is their journey. Your responsibility in your child's life is to love your child. Yes, Maybe they'll have to deal with shaming in school or amongst peers. Maybe they'll have to deal with hate mongers in our society. Maybe they'll have to deal with discrimination and prejudice. But if they're strong enough to be who they are in their own hearts and in their own minds, and they're strong enough and willing to take on the world at large and hold their belief. And I can't think of a better day than to be talking about this than on MLK Day. If that's, if that's a belief that's true to them, then you owe it to them to love them. I had a conversation and I'll tell you what, what got this start, started up. Actually, John, I've, I've already talked about marijuana before. So probably about six months ago on a daily dose, you can see my commentary on marijuana. Um, 
I, I'm all for it, especially when, if, if it's if it's pharmaceutical or it's that green natural leaf. I'm gonna I'm gonna advocate for that green natural leaf all day long. But yeah, you can definitely go back in some of the the past post daily dose that I talk about marijuana. Um, I had a conversation. I was with my assistant Kyle. We were in San Francisco, and he invited a couple of his friends out to join us. And his friend's name's Jacob. And this is actually what planted the seed. Jacob had started. Jacob is gay. And and in fact, I think J- Jacob, Kyle says Jacob even subs- subscribes to being a woman, although he's a very hairy man. And he's very flamboyant, just, just a beautiful soul. But we were talking, and Jacob is from Crescent City. And he started a podcast in Crescent City with his sister. And it was all focused around the LGBTQ community. And as I, he's telling me this, I'm like, man, that's really, that's, that's really cool. Number one, you started that in Crescent City where that's kind of a community, kind of like I grew up in Mountain View. Very traditional roles, very traditional beliefs about how men should be and how women should be. So the fact that you were willing to put that out there, I, I want to commend you. I mean, that takes a lot of courage. But here's the thing. You're still living your truth, and that's really awesome. And he said, did you know, this is what he said. He said, did you know that there are 50%, he, he, he quoted this to me, and I was like, wait a minute. I even talked to a, a, a professional friend of mine who is lesbian and I was asking her because she's in the in the field and Jacob's not in the field but because this is a part of his passion he's done some research he says that there are 50 50% 50 that's half of adopted children who ascribed who ascribed to being LGBTQ I like to add the plus for the non-binaries 50%, and I think he said adopted. He might have also said foster care. And I said, what? 50%? He said, yes, that's what research says. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? If 50% of adopted foster children, perhaps foster children, ascribe to being lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, plus, then I got to talk about it. Because I know that there are a lot of parents out there struggling with that challenge with their children. And I want to tell you, stop it. Stop it. That is a challenge. That is a challenge you need not bring into your home. That fear, that stress, and that's all it is. Any anxiety that's that's been created for you around your child's sexual orientation and gender identification is only, only 100% connected to cultural fear, familiar fear, social fears and anxieties that have been passed down to you. You are speaking someone else's stress and someone else's fear and you are making it alive and an issue in your home and I want to encourage you to stop it. Love your child. The most, the most important thing is relationship. That is all that matters. All that matters. 
your teenager, your young child, your teenager, your young adult, they could be going through a period of confusion. They may not know. But what's going to happen when you disrupt your relationship with your child over something that at this point in time, they may not even have real clarity about. You're creating drama where there doesn't need to be drama. And that drama is coming from your own stress, from your own fear, from your own anxiety, perhaps from your own trauma. Your ability to support your child through whatever it is they're going through, whatever it is that they're going through, through it is your responsibility. That's your only responsibility. Your only responsibility as a parent is to support and love your child through whatever it is that they go through. That's it. They have their journey. And I just, I just want to, I just wanted to speak this message. I mean, I, I, I want people to always know up front where I come from. I, I try to be as open to all people all the time, even who, even people who aren't very nice, which is a challenge for me because I'm, I'm the first person to want to punch an ugly person in the face, but I don't, I don't, I mean, that, that, that's, I preach love all day long and try to be loving, but oh my gosh, I'm so quick to walk, to want to open up a can of whip ass on somebody. That's my own struggle. That's my own journey. And I'm just telling you, when it comes to orientation and gender identity in your families with your children, love your children. Love your children. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters except your relationship with that child. And I, I hope, I hope that this has an impact on some parent, one of my loving post parents out there who's been struggling with this issue. And I hope and I pray that this, this little brief message helps you release some anxiety and some stress and some fear that you've been carrying. And you'll go and you'll wrap your arms around your child and you will hug them and you will squeeze them and you will kiss them and you will say, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because nothing else matters than that. Nothing else is more important than that. Than, than your acceptance of and support and understanding of your child. We have too much trauma. We have too much, too much generational imprints. We have too much fear. We have too much societal unrest going on in our society. We don't need to create this anxiety and this stress in our families with our children over issues that are not your business. It's their business. It's their life. They've got to live it. They need your love and unconditional support. And it does not matter what your beliefs are. It's their life. And if you lose your relationship with your child over something ridiculous, you're going to regret it. One day you will regret it. Love your child. Let's fight fear with love. Fight fear with love. There's enough fear out there without us making some great big issue over something that is simply not our business. Love your child for all that they are. All that they are and for all of what God made them to be. Big Papa loves you. 
God bless you. Remember, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress and fear, or we can stop. We can slow down. We can take three to 10 deep breaths, maybe a hundred, and we can choose love. And I'll see you tomorrow.